0: Welcome to Jeff in Motion. I'm a weird weird place. Uh I mean I made my car out in front of my house. Not that weird place, but like mentally I'm in a weird place. Uh last couple of days I've been feeling good, like really good. And like I thought I was thought I was getting out of the the, the doldrums, the the I don't know. But today, it's it's all weighing on me again. Ugh. <laughs> but a couple things. I have a few things to talk about. Um, first of all, uh, we'll just write off of what I was saying to this. Um, I don't know how many of my listeners uh, also listen to the Sec Nerd Sandra podcast. Um, highly recommend it. One of the earliest podcasts on the Nerdist Network, uh, still going strong. Um, really, really love that. That's like how I got to know Dave Ross. And uh, even though he no longer co-hosts the show, uh, it's still just absolutely love love Sex Nerd Sandra. But the uh, guest they had on last week uh the The main theme was arousal and uh, what causes low arousal what causes high arousal but a majority of the episode was focused on how stress affects arousal and um and how the uh fight or flight system in our brains creates stress because Uh, any and all stress we have is essentially coming from a fight or flight system which was evolved to deal with like a cougar dealing with like someone saying something shitty on Facebook so it just it isn't it isn't built to handle the kind of complex things that it's thrown thrown at it on just a, a minute by minute hour by hour just so much bullshit. So, and really w- one of the takeaways was, there, there's a lot of great information in last week's episode, but one of the takeaways was exercise. And the reason that is, is because fight or flight, the, the, in the fight or flight cycle, both end with physical exertion. And that's how it will, and that's how your body knows it's done running or fighting is physical exertion. Um, so, you know, if you were to see uh, a cougar, you either you run, like, just for your fucking life, and then, you know, it causes a physical reaction that, you know, you got away, you survived. Or, um, if you see, like, another human, and they're doing some shit you don't like, and you go into the fight, and you win, or kill them, probably, in. Is in the uh, the era that we're talking about when the fight or flight system started um, you, there's a there's an end and it both both of them are di- uh, end in f- like intense physical exertion and that's how like that's how your body knows to signal or your brain knows your brain is uh, recognizes the physical exertion is like okay, I can shut down. The stress system now. I can start bringing us back to normal. And that, it really spoke to me because, like, I haven't really been exercising that well, or almost at all. Um, it's because I've been feeling fucking bummed and tired all the time, which is part of the stress and the, like, uh, uh, I'm hesitant to say depression, um, the stress and anxiety. And it could. What it, and it could actually be the opposite. It could be that I'm feeling all this stress and anxiety because I'm not exercising. Um, I mean, granted, I, my alarm went off at 5.30 this morning, and I was like, no, and went back to bed for like an hour and a half. Uh, so I, I've got I've to do it. I've, gotta, I've got to figure my shit out. I've got to get back to exercising. One, because of the weight but two, it, it seems to really be what keeps me in a, in a half-decent mental state uh, as well. So uh, it's it said far more eloquently and informatively on the Sex and Sodra podcast. Listen to last week's episode. Um, I, I highly recommend it. Um, and it is all within the context of arousal, um, but it's just fucking solid Solid information if you deal with stress and anxiety um, in general. (sighs) The other thing that I've been, I wanted to talk about is uh, I played Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition for the first time uh, over the weekend and it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, And uh, even though in the uh, We had two potential moments for combat, one of which we talked ourselves out of, which is good, because we would have been flattened to death. Uh, No chance. There there was was quite literally no chance of us succeeding in that battle. Uh, So we we fortunately talked ourselves out of an encounter with an adult green dragon. Um, But we, we, we got ambushed by a pack of wolves. And even though I spent the entire combat unconscious, I still quite enjoyed it. Um, I did become kind of a backseat player, though, and was answering questions for uh, people around me. And I, I only realized it a little, a little late, so I'm going to try and... i got to remember, I'm playing with other adults who are absolutely competent and capable of... Uh, reading the numbers on their character sheet and saying the answers, so I gotta get... I got overexcited, and I feel bad about that, but nobody seemed to have too much of a beef with me about it. But it was great. I really, really enjoyed it, and, uh... I I love... I love Dungeons & Dragons so much, and um, I really like Pathfinder also, Um, but this fifth edition just it's it's feeling like the dungeons and dragons i started playing uh when i was in high school and uh i didn't realize how much how much i missed some of it like i i i'm a big advocate for fourth edition fourth edition was great um but the big complaint a lot of people had with the fourth edition dungeons and dragons is they uh they streamlined it all too much they They gamified it too much. They made it like a video game um, and there was there wasn't as much room for imagination or uh creativity um It was all very, very laid out and uh but it made for a incredibly balanced game um that was easy to teach but <clears throat> It isn't. I still there's, there. There'll always be a place in my heart for uh, fourth edition, but I think I think fifth edition is, uh, which is far more of an offshoot of third than it was of fourth. Uh, it's kind of where I'm at. It's, yeah, I'm kind of kind of digging it. <clears throat> Yeah. Um. I could... I could go into stories. Uh, I don't know how interesting that is, though. I don't know how interesting, like, Dungeons & Dragons session recaps are. Um, so, okay. At this point, I'm going to talk about the 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 combat in Dungeons & Dragons. If If that is not something you're interested in, that's the rest of this episode. So... Uh, You can sign off here. I won't be uh, offended. But I'm going to spend like five minutes and talk about uh, how badass... uh, eh, Okay, so you've been warned. It's all Dungeons & Dragons recap after this. So we're camping. We're in the woods. We're escorting uh, a lost uh, child to a house. So we don't know. But we're walking through the woods. We camp. Um... A pack of wolves, six, coming out of the forest. And uh, we found out later that that was, like... It was a random encounter, and that was the highest amount of wolves. Um, And wolves give each other bonuses when they're next to each other. So they came out of the woods, and all of them hit one of our characters, who is kind of the tank, kind of the the heavy, and just fucking floors him. Uh, They don't kill him outright, but they take him near death, and then the next turn they take him out, and then two wolves break off and come to where I am sleeping, and just instantly knock me out. Um, and, uh, the <laughs> our cleric goes around basically just keeping the two of us, the two of us who are knocked out from dying, and like, we, and our bard is bringing us back up. Uh, I, I should mention, the heavy is the Dwarven Ranger, uh, played by Kevin Seibert of the Portable Power Podcast. Our Dungeons & Master is, uh, Emer Smith of the Portable Power Podcast. Cleric is Chris Rao of the, uh, Delusional Owners Podcast. Bard is Andrew Smith of the Delusional Owners Podcast. Um, I am a wizard. Um, wizard! And our fighter is Aislinn, uh, of the former Girls and Girls Podcast and currently of the And Sex Podcast. Um... So it is a super podcast-heavy, uh, comedian-heavy uh, Dungeons and Dragons campaign, which it's it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fucking fun. But so Andrew and Chris are ba- basically keeping us alive, and, and and we find out later that uh, Chris probably could have flamethrowered them because uh, he didn't realize he had a spell that could do that. But we, we survived. (laughs) But, uh... Aislinn's character wakes up, stands up in her bedroll, and commences to just... Like, fucking legless, Just flit, flit, flit. Kill these wolves to the point where they, they are up on her, attacking her. And rather than step back and take a risk of a hit... She, takes, she shoots them at a disadvantage and is, like, shooting ravenous wolves at, like, five feet away. Uh, <laughs> she got hit once, and at the end of the battle, she had a fighter ability that allowed her to shrug off a, a certain amount of damage, and it was more than she had taken. So she basically just <laughs> stood up, killed, like, four of the six wolves, and shrugged off the b- wolf bite and went back to bed. It was, uh... I don't know, maybe you had to be there. Dungeons & Dragons recaps her. Unless you're actually experiencing the whole thing and the, the, uh, the like, oh, God, stress of, like, characters dying. I don't think there's going to be many more of those on this podcast. Uh, Although it's really tempting to record that one, to record the Dungeons & Dragons sessions. It's really tempting. Yeah, we play for like four hours, we could cut into a couple episodes, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know if anyone would listen. People wanted to listen to that. People want to listen to a Dungeons & Dragons campaign with myself, my lovely partner Aislinn, uh, Chris Rao, his partner Andrew, um, and Kevin Seibert, and Emma Smith, um, with appearances by uh, Caitlin Smith, um, Emerson's sister who has been on uh, the Munmam Mom uh, YouTube site um, let us know give us a shout uh, cause we might be able to make that happen uh, yeah anyway uh, this has been Jeff of Jeff in Motion um, I need to start exercising again for my body and my mind fuck